It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. You got that rocker, MJ in the house, otherwise known as Marty Janetti. You know how we do rock and roll, starting and strolling, and we're doing it right here on the Rundown Wrestling Network. Keep on rocking. Yeah. Theme song! Ladies and gentlemen, we Tonight, we are going to witness the most anticipated match in the history of professional wrestling. And this is the main event of the evening. Please welcome your host for today. Jason is here. Dude, I, I swear to God, I'm not as big an asshole as it sounds like. <laughs> Troy is here. Hey, I call them like I see them, all right? Taz is here. I mean, Sal is here. And I'm here? Well, look at it this way. It's the first thing we've done together as a team. I grab my dick, you grab your dick, you work my arm, I work your arm. Same time. Same time. It's like jerking off together, but not gay. We're not touching dicks. Each other's dicks anyway. I'm touching my own dick. So you're working it, and I'm loving it. Well, enough is enough, and it's time for... The Rundown. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Rundown Wrestling Podcast. My name is Adam. I am exhausted. Sal is here. What's up, buddy? What's going on, man? I appreciate you uh, recording with me today. <laughs> I put pants on for this. Are you the only one who wants to record with Sal tonight? I don't know what song that was supposed to be. <laughs> How you doing? But I immediately flashed back to the uh, theme song for that OVP segment. That, yes. Uh, that Am Quinn, I the only one? Am yeah. I the only one? Uh, I'm good. I'm fucking tired, man. Yeah. How was work? <laughs> okay. <laughs> work was okay. But at the start of the day, my boss was like, you've been a bit slow recently. Slower at the plan. So uh, she gave me an index card that had uh, expected first stop time, expected last stop time, return to station time on it. So all day today, not only did I get to know that I was slow, I got to know exactly how fucking slow I was. And and it fucking sucked. You weren't like... Your mother likes when I go slow, Trebek. Ha ha. <laughs> and it had expected like the planned number of stops per hour, and I was nowhere fucking close. Okay, so as a normal law-abiding human being, what are you supposed to do? Exactly. Are That's you, the thing. Are you supposed to break laws? Is that what they want? No, because there's a camera in the van that records how fast I'm going. Are you supposed and to just move your hands and legs faster? Like, what do these people want? Like, I don't um, see the Amazon guy moving that fast when he comes around my neighborhood. I, I, I it would have been much easier had my fucking route not been entirely like three, two, three, four, six, nine minute fucking drives between stops. And I'm like, how 
in my head, I'm going, how do you expect me to get 28 stops an hour if I have to drive fucking six minutes every fucking time? No, you can't get anything done at that point. <laughs> so I was like an hour behind by the time I got to the last stop. Are there other people that get like these lucky routes where they're just like one, one apartment building and the one next to it? And they're just like, woo, packages left and right. <laughs> there are some of the step van guys finish in like five hours and i'm like how <laughs> i want to ask like the, the the girl who does dispatch i want to be like do they do they just get fucking metrodyne speeding videos all fucking day because i don't know how you do that they probably that cheat works. they probably meet up with their buddy and give the give him half the load <laughs> <laughs> God, i'd like to meet up with a buddy and give him what sorry I gave your mother half the load. Sorry. Sorry. There, there Sorry. we go. <laughs> I can't. I there can't. we go. It fits I, better than it. it first, better than. first of all, I can't do a good Sean Connery. I don't do it justice, but I love the I love the bit. The bit to me is hilarious. Oh, I'm just, I'm just sick duck, and I can't remember the rest, but your mother's a whore. <laughs> uh, also been dealing with boiler issues this week. Like on your skin? No, the, the boiler in the basement. Ah, got you. The, like the boiler room. A boiler room. Got it. <laughs> there was water. There was water on the floor. Uh oh. Yeah. So I called the guy on Tuesday. I called my oil company on Tuesday, and they sent a guy out, and he looked at it and saw where where the water was coming from, and replaced a piece. And I said, okay. He's like, yeah, keep an eye on it, but it should be should be fine. Went down there this morning. There was more water on the floor. <laughs> The puddle was expanding. So I called them this morning and had to have my dad come hang out and wait for the guy to show up again and replace another piece. Uh, I mean, it makes sense because my guess is those are the pieces that were installed when the house was built 30 years ago. Right. But I have an update on my car situation. Okay. Okay. Oh, it finally made it to the dealership this week. Yeah. And it's a Ford dealership. So I think I asked the guy six or seven times, are there any finance options? And he was like, no. And I'm like, well, how about now? He's like, no. (laughs) I'm like, how about if I give you like 20 bucks? And he's like, no. And I'm like, "Mm." so... I told him what was going on, and he, he kind of, and I was like, you can't do anything until you call me and tell me what's wrong, because I don't know if I can pay you. Mm-hmm. So he calls me, and he's like, okay, um, good news, we found the drain, that you have a parasitic drain that's draining the life out of your battery when the car's off. And I'm like, kill it! Kill it! <laughs> and he's like, we, we started going through fuses, but... Um, we're going to have to take a look at each fuse and see which one's causing the drain. I'm like, great. Can you have that done by tonight? No. How about tomorrow? Yeah, we can do it by tomorrow. Awesome. This was yesterday. So today, I wait till about, ooh, I don't know, 1 o'clock in the afternoon, and I call him. And he's like, oh, yeah, 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 we found it. We found it. I was just about to call you. Yeah, bullshit. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's fuse number 79. The one that goes to your... Uh, Touchscreen panel, you know, the one that controls the heat in your car and the radio and the navigation. I go, so replace the fuse. He goes, well, 
the problem is it's just going to stop back up again and to, unless we replace the touchscreen system. And I'm like, and he's like, but I don't have it. I'd have to order it. It takes about a week to get here. I'm like, all right, so how much is it going to be to replace the touchscreen system? He said $750. Okay. And you but, said, how about now? But you can't do it. <laughs> but you can't do it till next week. He's like, at least. I go, okay. He's like, but, 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 but. I can show you how to take the fuse out nightly so it doesn't drain the battery. And I'm like, well, all right, can I come pick it up now? Because I need it now. He's like, yes. And I'm like, all right, so then I'll have to come up with the money, you know, and I'll, I'll get back to you. And he's like, but for today, it's going to be 500 And I'm like, As you're what? what do you mean? And he's like, well, we replaced the blinker. The left blinker was out. We replaced a brake light, and it's three hundred and ninety-five dollars to find for the diagnostics on the fuse box. And I'm like, <laughs> you, <laughs> and he's like, what? What do you mean? What do you think I was going to pay the pot for and the radio for four for five hundred? And I'm like, just take the fucking five hundred. Give me the car back. Show me how to pull the fuse, and then I'll get back to you. <laughs> So he did, and it's very easy to pull the fuse, and now every night I will pull the fuse. God knows how long it's going to take me to come up with 750 bucks out of the blue, because it's not like I don't have every other bill in the world coming up this month, including right. Christmas around the corner. Uh -huh. So um, I'm going to keep pulling that fuse until I fucking decide. I was just going to pull it and not use it. Like I, like, I don't need the fucking radio, right? But because it controls the heat. But yeah, but you need the fucking heat coming yeah. up real quick. It's been unseasonably warm today and yesterday. Yeah, I can't not have the heat on the car. And of course, it's got to be that panel, right? <laughs> right. So at least we found it. Yay. I knew they'd find it, but I also knew that it was going to fucking cost me. So <laughs> what I'm going to do is I'm going to shop around and see if anybody else can give me a cheaper deal. But somebody, like, reliable. I don't know any car guys. If anybody out there does, and they live <laughs> in the greater Boston area, I'll be happy to give your friends some business. Right. Jesus. Anyway. Oh, yeah, it never fucking ends. My, <laughs> I give credit. My father-in-law said this. He goes, it never rains. It always pours. And I'm like, yeah, I know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And while it pours, it also kicks the shit out of you, like a bunch of like fucking gang members just like beating you down as it's raining. <laughs> anyway, pretty much, we could talk for hours and hours about problems, um, especially financial problems. But let's not bore our listeners. I'm sure everybody's got their own set of problems. We're here so that they can escape from those problems. That's what we like to do. We like to talk about wrestling, bitch about wrestling, make fun of things in wrestling. So with that, Adam, what was your favorite thing of the week? Or most important? Is it most... And I fucked it up. That doesn't right. matter. I mean, honestly, you're probably going to have to remind me of most of the shit that happened this week anyway. Fair enough. But I think I, uh, I want to start with the truth. Okay. <laughs> I don't know where you're going with this, but you know the truth. Yeah, our truth, not, not that truth. Even though he's he's showed up on every single program. Oh, okay. Weeks. We're talking about the truth. I. 
according to some. <laughs> I can I I I have no issue with the title with the the WWE investigate sort of the fuck they called it. Why why the 60 minutes ticking clock in the background? Because nobody who watches this besides me is going to get that fucking reference these I was, days? I was thinking that, too. <laughs> but I got it, so I felt old. There we go. Okay. Um, I, I sincerely... I, and I'm not, I'm not bullshitting when I say this. I sincerely enjoyed the dramatic reenactment with Johnny Gargano playing every part in the reenactment. I enjoyed that. You have to imagine that this wasn't where they thought they were going to go with this story when they started this angle because Tommaso ended up getting injured. Um, but I think it's an okay redirection. It's not great. It's not perfect. It has its issues, <laughs> but it's okay. So he... <laughs> And I like that they, that they even played into. Did you? I mean, the first time that uh, that Dexter abducted Miz, he practically walked with him through the crowd. I have so many mixed emotions about this. Yeah, yeah. First of all, I will give credit where credit is due. I thought Byron and Johnny did a really great job playing the investigative show role. Like, right. Like Brian, uh, Byron's intro was pretty spot on. Right. So yeah. I'll give him that. Even the fucking uh, inflection I thought was really nice. Um, Johnny playing all the parts was hilarious. <laughs> I definitely enjoyed that. Um, and I will say I also enjoyed after the fact where Corey was flipping out, throwing his papers all over the desk because <laughs> he was so beside himself at Johnny uh, Johnny's accusations. The only thing I kind of sigh at and roll my eyes is that Johnny's accusations were pretty fucking lame this was nothing scandalous this was well Miz is a celebrity and he likes to think he's a celebrity so he hired a guy to stalk him like I said you have to imagine it's probably not what they were planning on doing when this started (laughs) which which may also explain why this has been going for so long at this point without seeming to go anywhere because they were like shit we need to come up with something new because Tommaso's out for eight months or whatever the fuck it is that sucks for him by the way he just got up to the main roster but but um the the thing about it though is I, I do appreciate the fact that they know that they fucked up so they literally try to fill every logical like Byron was like but what about when when Dexter attacked him during the U.S. title match? Why would Miz orchestrate that? And Johnny's like, Miz knew he... It's the Miz! Miz can't beat Bobby Lashley. Miz can't beat Bobby Lashley. What better way to come up with an excuse than say Dexter caused you the match? I was like, all right. At least they tried. <laughs> um, that, was an, that was a very interesting segment. Uh, we'll see where it goes. I'm assuming it's a... It's a feud between Miz and Johnny Gargano, but we'll see because Miz uh, threatened litigation, too, before the segment aired. So, because Miz had had himself a bad fucking night, (laughs) Uh, starting with the tribal chief punching him in the mouth. (laughs) Yep. He deserved it. True. Um, I do appreciate the fact that they're trying to cover up that Logan Paul is a very much a rookie in this business with he could land a lucky punch. Mm-hmm. 
with his Lex Luger enhanced fist. Yes. Uh, Steel plate. <laughs> I enjoyed I, I enjoyed that segment as well. Um, because when the Miz first came out, I was like, "What the fuck? Why?" And then Miz was like, oh, "I brought him into the." Car. I was like, "Oh yeah, he did, didn't he?" Like I had completely forgotten that part. So yeah, it was it was all Miz's fault. Um, okay. Before we continue talking about the bloodline, I do want to talk about my most important thing of the week. Um, and that this week is unfortunately going to be some bad news. <laughs> and that news is spelled J E double F J A double R. E-double-T, that's right, folks. Just when you <laughs> thought he was dead, Jeff Jarrett has returned to pro wrestling, and unfortunately, it's on the other channel. Or fortunately, depending on how you look at it. How about no channels? That would be great. So here's why it's my most important thing I wanted to talk about this week. Um, in, a, in a three calendar years, I never thought this is where we would be with AEW. Um, as bad as booking has been, as bad as decisions as Tony has made for signings, there was still talented people who work for this company. And now they brought in Jeff Jarrett, and I'm just like, oh, okay, so I can just give up hope now. <laughs> Who's next? Who's coming in next week? Is it Hulk Hogan? Are they going to bring in Hulk Hogan? He's going to fucking put them on on Mondays at 9? No, Dixie's got to come first. Might as well bring in all the fucking losers from the past 20 years. <laughs> Look, <clears throat> I understand everybody said Jeff Jarrett got sober. That's why WWE hired him back. I don't know if that's true or not. What I do know is that Jeff Jarrett was the original cancer of this business. Like, <laughs> for, well, I wouldn't matter. Of original. this century. Of this century. In 2000. Yeah, okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Because nobody, nobody plays backstage politics and sinks a company faster than Jeff Jarrett. Don't believe me? But he's the king of the mountain. Y'all remember a company called GFW? <laughs> of course. Oh, fuck ourselves. Uh, yeah, for all the people. And then, and then Troy texts us today and says that Jeff Jarrett's been given a position in the office. Fuck's sake, are you kidding? <laughs> At this point, I would not be surprised to see Vince Russo come out there next week on Dynamite and vacate all the titles. <laughs> and, and, and that, to me, is the final nail in this coffin. Which, by the way, they tried to hide somebody behind a sting mask to attack Darby, right? And they, it was during Darby versus Lethal. And some guy, noticeably small, comes out there in a sting mask and full jacket and attacks Darby with a baseball bat. And it's not Jeff Farmer, and it's not Steve Borden. It's some fucking guy from the Nightmare Factory. Sorry, the factory. Um, that nobody knows who the fuck he is. I don't know, Corey Colson or something like that? I, I don't know. Tro Troy mentioned him in the host thread, too. I didn't remember his name. He pulled the mask off. Nobody in the crowd had any reaction. Apparently it was Stax. No, Stax is the one that's still there. Then it was then it was Dimes. That's him. 
Apparently. <laughs> Cole Stratton? Yeah, 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 yeah. That was it. Okay, well, literally everybody in the crowd went, who's that? <laughs> yeah. But then two seconds later, Jeff Jarrett comes up. <laughs> and he gets a reaction. Why not let him be the guy in the sting mask? It's just, it's a mess. And if they thought they had a, a locker room cancer with CM Punk, boy, I'm so glad they brought Jeff Jarrett into this company. So, uh, <sighs> I'm very, very. They lost Cody Rhodes and they gained Jeff Jarrett. This has been a terrible year for EW. <laughs> um, yeah, spoiler alert, I have not watched Dynamite yet. I might watch tomorrow. I might not, because it's been like everything that. everything I've heard, it's one of the worst episodes of Dynamite ever. Um, we had another match where the world champ is on second. I was going to say, which is unsurprising, given that uh, the women's match was Jade Cargill and Marina Shafir. But, uh, you know. Before even that, we had... Jay Lethal versus uh, Darby Allen, which was actually all right until that fuck disgusting weird ending that involved Jeff Jarrett. Yeah. And then in the second match of the night, we have Moxley versus um, Lee Moriarty, and I'm like, why? And they oh, in one of those eliminator matches, right? And I'm like, why is your champion on second out of the like? Oh, and they did that before with Hangman Page on Diamond. It pissed me off then. Like, your world champ should not be second match. He should either be top of the hour. I can understand if he's top of the hour. That's fine. Or he should be main eventing or opening the show. There's no, there's no reason to be anywhere else in the card. But anyway. And why is Lee Moriarty getting a championship eliminator match? Because he was one of the people that jumped John Moxley last week. Mm. He's part of the firm. Your mother likes that firm last night, Trebek. Ha ha. <laughs> right, something like that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm not happy with AEW. I don't. Uh, first of all, I don't like the fact that MJF is a babyface. I don't. I don't get it. I don't get that. Um. Hidden Which gem of the week. Uh, Ethan Page is really good on commentary. He's really funny. I enjoyed that. Which is, that's the sad thing, man. This company has talent. They don't know what the fuck to do with it. Mm-hmm. Was MJF on the program last night? Because um, I heard because I heard that he was not. I, I would not think he was not. I only watched mm-hmm. the first hour. But uh, mm-hmm. the way they were talking about it made it sound like he wasn't. You know what I don't understand? Local promoters would do a better job with this roster than Tony uh, Khan has done. It's not a hard formula. It's just (laughs) the most popular guy goes on last. (laughs) You build things around that. Like, why is this so difficult for him? Oh, my action figures go like this. Oh, and correct me if I'm wrong. Jade versus Marina Shafir. Wasn't that on TV before? I feel like they did that match on Dynamite a few months ago. God knows. And it was terrible then. But anyway. Enough of that. Let's go back to the bloodline. 
Uh, did you happen to catch? Are you, are, are you feeling oozy? So, oh so? my god! I don't know why the the bloodline, specifically the Samoan bloodline, lost their shit in that segment. Like you had to think that it was pretty much outlined that they knew that that line was coming at some point. But all three of them lost their shit, <laughs> especially Jay. Like, Roman got it back a little bit, but Jay, like, had to cover his whole face, and he was like, no, 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 don't go nowhere. You stay yeah, right the, here. The fact that Roman wouldn't <laughs> let it go was so perfect. And they they were trying to get over the story beat that if, Jay, if you if you keep this up, I'm going to make him a real Uso, not just an honorary Uso. But nobody could get that across, because everybody was dead after the, he's just not feeling Uso. <laughs> <clears throat> no, that was great. That was so fucking amazing. See, Which is what makes me think that probably it might not have been written down anywhere. And that's just a that's just a Sammy thing where Sammy's going to just in the moment. He's just not he's not feeling very oozy. <laughs> he said it so dead serious that both Jay and Roman stopped and went, "Wait, what?" <laughs> and then the crowd started chanting it. <laughs> that was amazing. That was an absolutely amazing segment. Even if you're not, you know, obviously I get it. They're not supposed to break, but it was. It doesn't matter. Sometimes I, real life is funny. I saw some post on Twitter complaining about how Sami Zayn is one of the best wrestlers in the world. Doing this bullshit, I'm like, this is the best thing. I'm confused. Ever. Would you rather have him jump off a twenty foot ladder? What? <laughs> Just because he is a very talented, skilled wrestler doesn't mean he, he is, can't get over like is, this. He is he is prominently featured in the main event storyline of the company with the guy, the guy in this industry. <laughs> Both brands, most of the titles. What are you fucking complaining about? Right. Exactly. And when the story arc completes and him and KO take those tag titles from the Usos, gangbusters. All day. Assuming KO ever reappears. That's just true. He was on NXT a couple weeks ago. But in a uh, talk show segment, of course. Right. Um, what do you think of the further explanation of Uncle Howdy? I'm still perplexed, but that's not a bad thing. Uh, I thought another fantastic segment, you know. Uh, it's a, it's, it's. I think I'm going to keep calling him Uncle Creepy because it's a weird fucking mask. <laughs> it is. Um, I am completely 100% into the storyline. I have yep. no idea where the fuck it's going. Yep. Um, but I do like that basically his alternate personality, his alter ego, if you will, is calling him a liar because that's what he used to call his opponents when he first came in the company. You remember? You're a liar, John Cena. You are a liar. (laughs) 
<laughs> so it's like, this is fucking perfect. It's literally like he's fighting himself. Now, I do want to see this turn into different things and morph into different feuds and or associations. Um, we'll kind of see where that goes. There's some people that have been mentioned to possibly be associated with, with Bray since he's come back that have not um, gone in that direction yet. They seem to be doing other things. People like Alexa Bliss. People like Matt Riddle. People like Liv Morgan. So, and then also there's these rumors of uh, his brother. Uh, God. Bo, Bo Dallas. <laughs> Took me a second. It's been a while since I've seen him on TV. So, yeah, it would be cool to see where this goes. Um, I also worry or kind of raise an eyebrow at the thought of him wrestling as Uncle Howdy, but for now, for now. Yeah, I personally, I don't know if I believe those rumors, but you know. <laughs> um, now, if this now if, if this is Uncle Creepy, then what's who's what's the square what's the square chinned mask fella? The guy who looks like V from Vendetta, kinda. He would be Uncle Harper. Hmm. Mm. Who seems to be the harbinger of all these personalities. Did you right. ever see the movie Split? Nope. It's really good. This guy has like 27 different personalities. Um, most of them fucked up. <laughs> but and, and they're constantly fighting with each other. So if this is what that turns into, th- this will be great. Uh, also, that new song continues to grow on me. Mm-hmm. Love it. Love the entrance. Love him coming out there and portraying what is his normal self. Like, hey, this is... I'm waiting for him to be like, hey, this is me, Wyndham. Just Wyndham. <laughs> but it's not AEW, so he's going to have to look at the camera and point out when we're going to talk about real life. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, speaking of Liv and Alexa Bliss, we can kind of go in order there. On SmackDown, Liv continued... Uh, her feud with Sonya Deville and continued down a road of uh, pain, I guess, a pain that she's inducing on herself. You buying this new vicious hardcore Jeff Hardy Liv Morgan? I mean, we talked about this a couple of weeks ago. Uh, I don't know. Right. Now on the other show. Alexa Bliss, who might have went a little stiff this week. Well, I'll tell you what, she makes me a little stiff. Anyway. She, uh... Grass. She won the tag titles. Mm-hmm. Those tag titles have changed hands about four times in the past three months. Yeah. None of it's made any sense. Yeah. So damage control can be done, right? After after Bailey loses to on Saturday. There, it, it had such promise. Of course it did. Everybody was so excited for this whole thing, and then they did two things. They oversaturated it by putting it on both shows every fucking week, but then also they're losers. Like I said, like what what has they done that's proven their dominance? They got the shit kicked out of them by Bianca by herself at the paper, last pay per view. 
they so. should have won the tag titles in the tournament. Yes, the first time, exactly. And held on to them mm-hmm. this whole time. And not uh, looked like garbage. So. Instead, they barely won them the second time. And now they've already lost them to a team that's been injured for two months. Well, at least off TV for six weeks. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't get it, man. <laughs> yeah. I don't fucking get it. I don't know what we're doing here. Oh, Seth Rollins. Mm-hmm. He issued an open challenge for this Saturday in Ryder. Ryder die. Ride or die, Saudi Arabia. <laughs> yes, in, in Zack Ryder, Saudi Arabia. Yes. <laughs> um, is it? Tell me why it's not Ali. I don't know who the fuck it's gonna be. Do you think it's gonna be Ali? Maybe. I think that makes the most. Could sense. be Mansoir. He's the little Saudi Arabian homeboy. Yeah, but he's a male model now. If there's even a show Saturday. Um, I think for now everything seems to be as planned. <laughs> I mean, it wouldn't be the first time they've done a show in a war-torn country with missiles firing around them. And it probably won't be the last. Um, let me see here. So we have, oh, um, what did you think of Matt Riddle's Halloween costume this week? <laughs> He, I, fuck, I love Riddle. He much. looked like Kerry Von Erich. I'm not going to lie. Fair. Uh, but actually... The, co- the, the slides over the socks was an interesting look. Uh, that's true. That's true. Um, but costume of the week, and this is weird to say for Halloween week in the WWE, costume of the week goes to the Alpha Academy. Yeah. Good God, if anybody has ever seen that clip of Patrick Swayze and Chris Farley, well done, Alpha Academy, well done. Who's another team they kind of looked like? Timothy Well and, and what's his name? Peter Dunn? Or something? No, no, that's completely different. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I love I loved the Alpha Academy dressing up like that. That was fucking hilarious. I just I was, I was hoping we were done with the holiday themed brawls though. It is still a kids show. And little 10-year-olds love that type of shit. They eat it up. And it's it's kind of tradition at this point. You got to have a a trick or street fight. And then in two months, we'd do the Miracle on 34th Street fight. Timothy Well and Stephen Dunn. Stephen Dunn. Um, At least they don't have, like, a Valentine's Day, like, bra and panties match anymore. At least we're past that. Uh, Yeah. still get the Trick or Street fight, the Miracle on 34th Street fight. Yes. Thanksgiving food fight. Oh, the barbecue fight at Fourth of July episodes. Yeah, yeah. Um, Oh, is it a Thanksgiving street fight or is it the gobbly gooker battle royal bullshit thing they usually do? 
No, it's uh, they they put fucking tables of food around the ring and it's a fucking food fight. Somebody gets their head dunked in gravy. Oh, and then the trick or street fight, somebody has to wear the pumpkin on their head, and this week it was Otis. Because who, who else would it be, honestly? Right. <clears throat> did you have a good trick or treat, by the way? Did your kids have a good trick or treat? They did. Um, for the first time, they went separately, and that made me kind of sad. Because... My ten-year-old went with her friends, and then my twelve-year-old went with her friends, and I there was like, go. "Ugh." <laughs> and the the youngest one stayed home and didn't do nothing. Uh, oh, did your son? Did you take your son trick or treating? I didn't. The wife did. I stayed at, home, at the house and gave out the candy. What was he this year? He was Black Panther. Nice. Which is not cultural appropriation because he's seven. All right. Exactly. Um, he. <laughs> He came back. His fucking bucket was full <laughs> to the point where he was having trouble carrying it because it was so heavy. Um, but while I was sitting in my front yard next to my inflatable Jack Skellington, uh, this this teenager comes up and he he goes, "Do you, first thing he asked me? He goes, do you know who lives here?" And I, and I said. I live here. <laughs> he goes, do you have a kid who goes to this uh, high school that's nearby? And I went, no. He's like, yeah, because somebody stole my AirPods and the, the find my iPhone says one of them's in your house. And he showed me on his screen, like the map with the little I, uh, uh, AirPod icon. And it was on the map. It was in the middle of the house. And I'm like, no. No, my kid is in second grade. So, it's funny you mention that, because while my 12-year-old was trick-or-treating with her friend, she lost her phone. And we did the Find My iPhone from her app, on from her iPad, and it said it was at this address, which was kind of near where she was trick-or-treating. So we went down there, I went down there, at 9 o'clock at night, rang this person's doorbell twice and nobody answered and I was like but they must have the phone well guess what they didn't have the phone <laughs> and the next day um, the reason we know we didn't have they, they didn't have the phone is because some guy called my wife and was like hi uh, I think I found your daughter's phone I was just walking my dog on, on blah 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 street and um I picked it up and it's locked, but I, I figured out how to do Surrey call mom, and you're the one who picked up. Yeah. And it was, wasn't the person who lived at that house, so I, I don't know it why. Was, was blah 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 street near anywhere near the house where it said it was? It was. It was adjacent, but I don't understand why the night before it said it was in the middle of that house. So I don't think that it's, stuff is as accurate it's as it not, used to be. Yeah, it's not a hundred percent. Like when I. <laughs> When I send uh, send my location, the dot will be like near the house, kinda, sorta, but, but not I still, exactly. I still have to give an address because it could also be the house that's over there on the corner, <laughs> which is which is which is the other the cross street there, which <laughs> somehow 
some marketing fucko got it in their system that we purchased that house because my wife gets stuff addressed to her. They put it in our mailbox because they know our name goes in this mailbox, but it'll have that address on it. I'm like, we don't own that house. They're like, do you want to fix the solar panels on your house? And you're like, no, I don't fucking have solar panels. Like, Sometimes when we get the ones that are like, we'll make you a cash offer, I'm like, sure. I just want to call them and be like, please. Well, give me the, give me the cash, cash now. They're like, do you have the title? You're like, no. <laughs> um, anyway. Oh, real so quick. We, what we talking about? <clears throat> well, because we started talking about trick-or-treaters because of the trick-or-treat fight. And that brought... that made me think of people that come to your door, right? Like, unwelcome people. Not that trick-or-treaters are unwelcome, but politicians are. And they stand outside the door. It's one of the first things I bought when we bought this house was that shiny silver sticker that says no solicitors. Seriously. They stand outside the door, and, oh, they just want to talk to us about Election Day coming up. Dude, get the fuck off my goddamn lawn. (laughs) All right? All right, Michael Day... Caroline Colarusso, I don't give a fuck who you are. Get off my lawn. Get off my lawn. I ain't got time to talk to you. Are you going to give me money in my hand to talk to you? No, then my time is precious. Go away. Uh, you, you're not going to win me over on my steps. I will vote for you based on your policies, and that's it. Do not come to my front steps, because at that point, you're actually losing points. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> um... In fact, one of them left a note like, sorry, I missed you. I'll be back tomorrow or something. I'm like, no, you won't. Fuck you will. (laughs) Fucking assholes. Anyway, I can't think of anything else on Raw or SmackDown that happened (laughs) that was interesting. This past summer, I had a guy show up from like an exterminator company. And I, I, because I'm bad at conflict, I was like, yeah, no, yeah, yeah, cool, cool. And he's like, uh, yeah, we'll come back and they'll take away. I said, okay. I was downstairs, I think. And my kid comes down and he's like, this guy is here. And he said he talked to you and he wants to talk. And I just said to tell him I don't want to talk to him. So I made my, I made my kid go and tell him to go oh, away. Oh, you're terrible. You're terrible. Ah, uh, what can you do? It's got to learn at some point. It worked. I mean, my dad says back. you can fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> Or even better, my dad says he doesn't know what you're talking about and you need to leave. Uh, the guy's like, no, but I talked to him. I'm the exterminator guy. My dad's a stranger danger. He just starts kicking him in the shin. <laughs> That's uh, my purse. I don't know you. Uh, we got to get him tested for ADHD. <laughs> Why? They're just going to put put him on medicine. It's not... Mm, it might not even be worth it. It'll stifle his creativity. Anyway. Anyway. It's a, it's a conversation that's not for this podcast. Uh, yeah, I don't have any other notes beyond, uh, beyond that. I mean, just uh, the only thing I can think of very quickly is I have no interest in carrying Cross versus Drew McIntyre inside a steel cage. None. None whatsoever. In fact, I think Braun versus... Um, uh, Omas is going to be better. Are you attempt? Are you attempting? Is that is that your attempt to segue us into predictions? No, but I was just thinking of what else happened in wrestling this week. Yeah. Um, because you know, other than the Johnny storyline, and oh, did you watch NXT? I did. 
will I remember the part that you're about to talk about? That's a that's a toss up. I had one thing I wanted to bring up from NXT. They have moved on from um, that dude's name, uh, Bodie. Yeah, because he got fired. Yeah, they have moved on from him very quickly. It's on, on, not Andre Chase. Um, Duke Hudson. Duke Hudson bursts through the wall like he's a Kool Aid man. He's the he's the new Chase <laughs> University star pupil. He's this close to he was this close to being the new Shockmaster the way he came through that wall. And he's being super <laughs> kind of creepy about it. He was like, "I'm here. I'll carry the flag." And I'm like, "Wow, looks like they replaced Bodie." <laughs> Very easily, I might add. Um, no, I think Duke Hudson has found his niche. <laughs> they needed him to do something. There it is. And as far as anything else happening on NXT, I don't know why we're doing Alba Fire again against Mandy, and I don't know why Alba Fire is getting a title match in two weeks. But um, I think it's stupid. <laughs> She's already lost twice. Yeah. If she wins now, it's like, well, congratulations. It took you three fucking times. Yeah, third time's the charm, I guess. And then if she, and then it makes Mandy look like shit. Cause it's like, what, you couldn't beat her again? And if she loses again, then she's Big Show. <laughs> like, that's the type of level that she has got herself booked into. Is She is a loser. is a hurt. Not a fan. Of that. Got all these tag teams on that uh, on that brand. Why the fuck was it Braun Breaker and Wesley going for the tag titles this so week? So that you could have that classic yeah. world champ and mid card champ going for the tag belts. Two dudes with attitudes. <laughs> um, yeah. Speaking of the 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 tag championships being defended, uh, Carmelo came out and cost them the match, but he specifically targeted Wesley. So is this feud with Wesley for now? Or was he going to move on to Braun? But then again, Von Wagner attacked Braun after yeah. the match. So it seems like we're going Von and Braun and Mello no. and uh, Wesley. Right. So uh, I think Mello wants the North American title back. You can make sense of that. I, I... Sorry, Nestle. I don't give a shit about Von Wagner. No, no, I don't. Uh, I will say Mello versus Wesley will be a fantastic match. And Certainly. I look forward to that. Now, as far as uh, Braun versus Vaughn, <sighs> I wish they'd find something more interesting for the NXT champion to do. If I feel like they, his. If only they had someone. If only they had someone else on NXT named Werner. Hmm. Um. I feel like the NXT title used to be defended in these marquee matchups, and it hasn't been since it's been on Braun Breaker. Other than Dragonoff and um, and uh, the Irish Ace over there, McDonough. But like any other title match, he's had like Dolph Ziggler. No, no, no that wasn't a thing. <laughs> so that wasn't like I can't wait to see Dolph Ziggler and Braun Breaker battle for the NXT Championship. Yeah, but the matches with Tommaso and the match with Tyler Bate. Tyler Bate was good. I really enjoyed the Tyler Bate one. That was good. Um, but mixed in there, we've had, like, Joe Gacy, uh, a very early on um, Tony D'Angelo. I mean, we've talked about this before. Uh, I know Jason's talked about it, but this has been a solidly meh 
title reign. Yeah. Um, I mean, hundred percent. Um, and it's not his fault. I think he's got all the tools. I think he's got the uh, the stamina. He puts on good matches, but again, it's kind of like formulaic. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. And then, of course, we have uh, Schism. Uh-huh. And uh, the Rock's daughter talking about how you don't know me. Avery. Avery. Nice. Uh, and from Schism, we can go to Scripps, who's some weird dude who calls and leaves voicemails. Indeed. And spray paints. So he's like a GTA character? I'm, he's Banksy. I'm surprised that. Uh... As of yet, no nobody on the internet has taken those voicemails and removed <laughs> digitally removed the voice or undone the voice filters, so we could figure we know who it is. Because um, I mean, fuck, they did that back in fucking two thousand two with the fucking Sarah Stalker, and they were like, Vince, it's Vince McMahon, and then it'd be in DDP. But maybe WWE used a like Siri type voice. <laughs> it's the it's the TikTok voice. <laughs> Nice. I spray painted your wall. <laughs> oh, also, uh, there's a rumor going around that Dominic Dijakovic's brand new name will be brand old name Donovan Dijak. Yay! It only took three fucking years to get there. <laughs> I had no issues with Dijakovic. I had no issues with that name. I didn't, but I didn't feel the need to, like, go to Dominic Dijakovic. Well, that's because we're homers. I know. That's true. Yes, the Yugoslavian nobleman Donovan Dijak. Well, even when he was just doing the feast, even past the Yugoslavian nobleman, when he was just doing the Feast Your Eyes stuff, it was was great. Absolutely great. Yeah. Him and Scotty Slay. So good. All right, are we ready to predict Crown Jewel? I suppose so. I don't know when I'm going to be able to watch Crown Jewel, but I will predict. Actually, I already did the predictions because I didn't think I was going to be doing this tonight, but I remember who I picked. So uh, go to rundownwrestling.com right below the post for this episode. You'll find Crown Jewel predictions and a nice uh, head-to-head picture of uh, Roman Logan right there. So um, we'll just go in the order that Troy has put it on. Here, uh, first up, the WWE Women's Tag Team Championships. Alexa Bliss and Asuka defending against Kai and Sky. Uh, damage, control, alt, delete. Oh. That's what it said. Delete, delete. What do you got? Oh, who gives a fuck at this point? <laughs> I guess Alexa and Asuka will retain, because otherwise they had a six-day title reign. Uh, I, I I picked Damage Control because who gives a shit? Uh, WB Tag Team Championships, the Usos defending against Ridge and Butch, the Brawling Brutes. I'm sorry, the Usos are defending their belts? What do they think this is? Some type of fucking special event? <laughs> uh, the Usos, there's no fucking Obviously. way. There's no way. Obviously. The Raw Women's Championship, Bianca Belair defending, defending against Bailey. Last Woman Standing. That is the last one standing match, yes. That step makes it interesting because B- uh, Bailey doesn't have to pit- pin Bianca. Bailey's going to tie her braid around her feet. I mean, <laughs> you could do something where Bailey steals the title. I'm going to go with Bailey. 
Uh, pretty sure I went with Bianca on that. <laughs> the Twin Towers match, Braun Strowman versus Omos. You know, I think the Saudi crowd's going to eat this one up. I think I they're think actually going to love we, it. Yeah, we've talked about that And you know what? Before. It might actually be kind of entertaining. It won't be. I'll get my popcorn ready for this. Yeah. Uh, let's go with... He just came back. He's more over. Yeah, let's go with Strowman. Yeah, because they haven't done shit with Amasa a until Strowman, until two weeks ago when they were like, how about a match? They're going to fight because they're big. I mean, the most they did with Omas was... was when he had his feud with Bobby Lashley, but as soon as that was done, they were like, oh, we have nothing else <laughs> left. We didn't have anything planned. This is... You're still here? <laughs> the Saudi prison match. Thank you, Troy. Uh, Drew McIntyre versus Karrion Cross. <sighs> I guess Drew. I am. Who cares? <laughs> yeah. Big meaty men. Brock Lesnar versus Bobby Lashley. And this should be fun. And to be honest, Le- uh, Lesnar owes him one. Because Lashley put him over before. So mm-hmm. I'm going to say Lashley wins. Yeah, but Lashley beat him for the title that one time. Yeah, that's true. I went with Lesnar in this one. I'm going to go with Lashley. Because it's a, a Lesnar special attraction match. Yeah, but Bobby Lashley's a face now. Yeah, but <laughs> Lashley doesn't really lose anything by losing to, Bobby, to Brock Lesnar. That's true. But still, it's better if Bobby Lashley wins. <laughs> Somehow I didn't even notice that this, that, that this is what this said when I went through this earlier. AEW six-man tag match, trademark. Uh, the, OC, <laughs> the OC versus Judgment Day. I think that the OC will find and debut an answer for Rhea. I don't. I don't think that happens in Saudi Arabia. For their Rhea problem. And it will get a big pop because it will be somebody like it's got to be somebody super old. So somebody like uh, I don't know, Ivory. She's like sixty. Uh, I don't. I don't think that happens in Saudi Arabia. I think they do. I think they do, and they win. They beat the Judgment Day. OC definitely wins, but I don't think I don't think they're debuting anybody here. Uh, and lastly, well, not lastly, last match, uh, undisputed WWE Universal, the UWU Championship, Roman Reigns uh, defends against Logan Paul. The UWU Championship. I love. That's what it, it is. It's true, the UWU. Um, okay, so let's move on to the next question. Uh, <laughs> All right, so Sal's picking Logan Paul. No, I picked Roman Reigns. Obviously. Uh, I heard an interesting uh, theory on uh, another podcast that we both listened to that it could possibly end in some sort of disqualification where Logan wins but doesn't win the title. Well, if it's a disqualification, that means that Logan would get the shit kicked out of him because, like, the Usos would jump in or something. something. No, they can't travel internationally. Solo, that's true. Solo would jump in or something, and so. it'd just be. A, but that doesn't do anything for anybody. <laughs> and last question on the poll: Will there be a cash in? Yes or no? As, as interesting of a theory it is. <laughs> no. No. All right. Once you fill out your poll, click that little submit button, send it to the spreadsheet, and we'll have our uh, results next week. So, yay. Yay, indeed. Anything else? No. This was a uh, short week. really wasn't much. Uh, we talked about as much as we could, regardless of... Um, 
It, it, look, it's a shit week in the middle of October with fucking Halloween episodes. I mean, what, what do you guys expect from us? <laughs> and a build toward the international pay-per-view that may or may not happen. I mean... Yeah. So, until next time, America. <sighs> Thanks, buddy. Thank you, man. Thanks for dragging my ass out of bed. <laughs> Thanks for doing the whole show with your shirt off. My titties be puffing. <laughs> for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. You have been listening to a Rundown Wrestling Network production. Please visit rundownwrestling.com for all of our shows, as well as our other special events. Keep it locked there, or subscribe to the Rundown Wrestling Network on iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcast, Stitcher Premium, or anywhere you get your podcast from. Leave us a voice message that we will play on an episode by going to anchor.fm slash rundownwrestling slash message. Join our Patreon at patreon.com slash rundownwrestling. You can show us how much you love us by buying us a cup of coffee for just one buck at ko-fi.com slash rundownwrestling. Go to reddit.com slash r slash rundownwrestling. Follow us on Twitter at Rundown Network. Like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash rundownwrestling. Email the show your dick pics and twat shots via rundownwrestling at gmail.com or go to Instagram or YouTube and look for Rundown Wrestling. Follow us on Twitch by going to twitch.tv slash rundownwrestling, and you can also follow our host Adam on twitch.tv slash thesalzer effect. This has been a Rundown Wrestling Network production. <laughs>